Now back to the Pete McMurray Show. Pete McMurray alongside Andrea Darlis. Are you ready to talk to the three-time Stanley Cup champion? Uh, can I unbiasedly say my favorite Blackhawk? Yeah, one I absolutely of the, am. One of the greatest players to ever play hockey. He can eat baklava and skate at the same time. It's our old friend, Hall of Famer, Chris Chelios. How are you, buddy? Good, you guys. How are you guys? First of all, welcome back to the city. Yeah, yeah, that hotel living isn't for me. It used to be when I was a player, but it gets to be a long run over in Bristol, but it's all good. Chelly, what's a longer season, playing hockey or doing commentary for hockey in between periods on ESPN? I'll tell you what, the in-between periods is fine. It's the downtime, somewhat like actors go through. I was not built to sit down, so, you know, it's tough during the game and, you know, there's a lot, like you guys know, it's, it's a hurry and wait, and things change really quickly. But after two years, you know, you get used to it. But, again, some 11, 12-hour days, it was harder than, you know, playing a hockey game, quite honestly. Shelly, I got, I got to ask you real quick, while we're talking about the, the commentary, I, I love you. You know how much I love you. But I Thank just adore you. your daughter. And I love, love, love when you work together, the one-two punch. I mean, of course, you guys, you know, you grew up together, if you will, but you finish each other's sentences, you read each other's minds. I've never seen a better combo, and I'm not just saying that because we're all we're all family, we're all Greek. But I, I just, it, it must have been so cool, or it has probably been so cool working with Kaylee. No, thank you. It's great. Uh, you know, she went to school. That was her dream. You know, she her mentor, her, her hero was Catherine Tappan, who I think is one of the best in the business. But, yeah, the games we did together for the Hawks, it was like, you know, she, I'm not going to say she's my favorite kid because she's, she's most like me, but we get we understand <laughs> each other. So, uh, believe it or not, she was my problem child, but um, she cleaned up her act, and she's doing great, and I'm looking forward to, you know, to doing some more games with her on NBC and uh, with the Blackhawks. It's a, It's been fun, and, you know, I tune into her every chance I get, and she's got, you know, obviously not really good personality. She understands the game because she played it and watched it her whole life. She cleaned up her act. She oh, is she's, her she's father's awesome daughter. I love it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's talk Vegas Golden Knights. Six years as a franchise, twice in the Stanley Cup, and first-time winner last week. I mean, so impressive, that franchise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't usually give all the credit to Coach, Coach, but Cassidy, you know, I knew Cassidy as a player when he's with the Blackhawks, really smart defenseman. And it just transitioned to coaching. He, you know, he's first and foremost is defense. There are a lot of players on that Vegas team that, you know, came from other teams that, you know, weren't having a lot of success. But, you know, he's very, you know, knowledgeable, keeps the game simple. Everybody has to hit. Everybody has to play defense. And then, it, of course, you know, when they add guys like Eichel and Marchessault and they get some good goaltending, great goaltending like they did from Hill, uh, it makes for a Stanley Cup team. And they – you know, they're the real deal all year, and, you know, it was it was great to watch them. It wasn't much of a final, obviously. Florida, at that point, was pretty beat up, and, mm-hmm. you know, being an eight-team outmatched. But it was still exciting, and it's unfortunate. You know, it's survival of the fittest. It looked like Florida was banged up pretty bad. But, yeah, that Vegas team, they were, they were amazing all year. Kelly, ambiance, too. I mean, the old Chicago Stadium, United Center, of course, we're biased, greatest place in the world to see a hockey game. But I've been to... I've been to a game at T-Mobile Arena, and those fans go crazy. It is so loud in there. From the player standpoint, is it crazy 
loud, crazy to be playing inside that type of an environment, you know, because it's smaller, it's on the strip. You know, kind of describe how it is playing in that stadium. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to duplicate that in these new buildings, you know, because they're so big and, and, and you know, the, a lot of the fans, uh, you know, it's like a carnival in there, quite honestly. And even if you're on the opposing team coming in there, the energy is great. The put on that whole, I don't even know, Star Wars or Darth Vader guy. but Right, like that medieval pretty, thing that they do? There you go, medieval oh, yeah. times. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah with the jousting. So, <laughs> yeah, crazy. At, first, at first you're going, that's so corny, but it's so fan-friendly, and, you know, it gets the yeah. people going. So, uh, you know, it's great. And, you know, it's, it's a, and Seattle, I think, has copied that. And you're going to see more and more teams, you know, start, you know, transitioning into that type of entertainment. That's it. You know, we're in the entertainment business, and it works. You know, it's interesting that, uh, Darlis, that you say you went to T-Mobile. I saw the Panthers play over Christmas, and that arena is so sterile. I'm like, this is one of the worst uh, stadiums I've ever been in. But when they got on the ice, they could score. I think there was three fights that night. I think they scored uh, six goals. I'm like, these guys are pretty good, and they snuck into the playoffs, and there they were in the Stanley Cup final. But you're right. They uh, They were beat up. Yeah, and don't kid yourselves, like, in these buildings. When we moved to the United Center, you know, at first it was it was rocking, but our team, as we declined, you know, everybody said this building's, you know, it's not a great building. Then you saw what the Bulls did. I mean, we all know how exciting it was at the Bulls games in the 90s when they were winning the championship. Yes! Yeah. And then when the Hawks, you'll ask anybody, there was no better building to play in when the Hawks started going on that roll and winning those Stanley Cups. So you got to win. It brings the fans and it brings the energy. We're talking with Chris Chelios. No, as a fan, when I see the Vegas Golden Knights win after six years as a franchise, I look at the Hawks and it makes me angry. You work with the Hawks. I know you love that organization. Are we on the right path? You know what, Pete? There's growing pains for sure. But you know, look back. How many teams have won three Stanley Cups in the last you know thirty years? So you got to thank your lucky yeah. stars that you got to, you have that run, and the fans I think appreciate it, and they're going to be a little patient now. The, the you know getting Connor Bedard was a gift you know it, it yeah. was, with the percentage and the way the draft set up so what a great start to build your team with Connor Bedard and you know the fans you saw the season tickets how that just you know went through the roof once he was drafted so yeah I mean it, it, it's tough look at Detroit you know they had their glory years but and they've been struggling and they took a step backwards last year I think towards the last half of the year and started you know dumping guys again so it's not easy but like I said the Hawks that you know. They, they they've got a plan, somewhat like the Cubs when they you know Theo Epstein rebuilt that you know their their franchise. So yeah. hopefully that'll be the case again, and we're a playoff team in no time, and hopefully a Stanley Cup contender. You got to be patient. You know, uh, Mark Stone after the game, they had a stat up. He had a hat trick in um, the final game. Uh, I think the stat was it's the first hat trick since the '92 Finals. Yeah, oh. I saw some stats, and I just noticed now when we lost in '91. I just happened to notice, we talked about players like Francis and, you know, Yager, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Lemieux and Barrasso was their goaltender, but I didn't realize Mark Recchi had 35 points in the playoffs, so they, he's a guy that we must not, we didn't pay enough attention to also, so, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's still a nightmare to me, but I, look, I'm lucky enough to win three cups, and that, right. that would have been the icing on the cake if I could have finished it in Chicago, but, you know, who knows, maybe I'll do it in management or as, part, as an ambassador, it'd be great. Um, did you see where they took the cup after the game? I did not. They just went down the Vegas Strip. They went to yeah. Omnia at Caesars. They went to Tau. I remember when you won uh, with the Red Wings and you walked into Stanley's with the Stanley Cup. Yep. 
nothing yeah, better, Chelly. No, that would have been better if I'd have won it with Chicago. <laughs> yeah. It would have been better. So. Right. But, I mean, we had a great time, and you saw the people that were in there. You had Kid Rock, Eddie Vedder. Yes. You know, there's, there's some country singer, Big and Rich, who we, you know, just kind of stumbled <laughs> in on it. So it was a perfect storm, and, you know, bringing it to Wrigley, bringing it to White Sox Park, and, you know, not a you know not to shove it up you know anybody but it's just a, you know being a hometown guy mm-hmm. and the cup hadn't been you know the cup hadn't been to Chicago since '61 so yeah. you know it was some great moments and Stanley is you know Don, Donnie Cruz bless his heart uh, you know he he made it all happen at Stanley's is one heck of a place that's uh, back in the day when you'd have to pick up the phone I remember him calling me hey uh, Shelly's going to bring <laughs> yeah. the Stanley Cup I'm like what yeah yeah uh, don't. Yeah, if you want to keep a secret, don't tell Donnie. That's right. I mean, everybody, the worst-kept secret is when they followed the Stanley Cup. When the Blackhawks won, remember they had a map on Oh, there was a map, yeah. And uh, social media, they were following the Cup everywhere in the city. Yeah, and social media, thank God, we were kind of on the cusp of that. So they they couldn't get get to us by the time someone phoned them and they weren't home, whatever. But, yeah, we we had enough people, that's for sure. But I, I, I really remember them having the Cup. At the lodge, I think it was Taser and and Sharpie, oh, yeah. those guys, yeah. right in the middle of Division Street in front of the lodge. It was a, a spectacle with all the fans and the police, and you know, I'll never forget that. Obviously, I'm a Chicago fan, born and raised, so I loved it. I mean, tell me what it's like to show up at a bar when you're holding the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah, it blows people away. It really <laughs> does. Even you know, when I had it in California at a restaurant, that Greek restaurant out in California, they didn't really, you know, no one knew hockey in Malibu, but and it didn't matter, like, where their people were from. It was just a spectacle, that cup sitting on the table, and everybody wanted to take pictures with it. There's something about it that, you know, it just, it's electrifying. So it's, it's really, it, it turns people crazy. It really does. Yeah. A lot of players, uh, what you can and can't say what you do with the cup, but uh, all over Twitter, baby Carlson in the cup. It was, you know, William Carlson's baby, the one-month-old baby in the cup. Chelly, would you advise putting a baby in the cup? And uh, <laughs> no, knowing where well, it's been, how dirty is that thing? Well, well we got to be honest. One of these kids must have had an accident in that cup, and you know we are, we all drink out of that cup, so that guy cleans it pretty good. Um, yeah, but it, it, it's a cute picture for sure. People eating their breakfast out of that thing. It's there's all kinds of things. I mean, I, they didn't have that tradition in '86 when I won it, and by the time I won it, you know, in Detroit, 17 years later, I was so old. None of the shenanigans were, you know, it was family, so it was good. <laughs> go home and go to bed. Uh, and Chelly, exactly. before you go, this summer Springsteen's doing uh, two shows at Wrigley. I'll never forget when uh, Springsteen played Wrigley last time. We saw each other. We were uh, in the pit, and I was standing next to Pat Riley, and you show up with a case of beer in the pouring rain. Yeah, I was more than a case. It was more like a garbage can full of beer. Um, well, yeah, we, it was a garbage we, can filled with cans of beer. It was uh, we call it a Mexican cooler on, <laughs> in boating. But we, uh, yeah, it was just I've known Pat since you know my Malibu days, and he was wondering where we were getting the beers. And I'll, I'll be damned, he sang every song word for word. Never left to go to the bathroom for three hours. Never, with his buddies. It never, was unbelievable. Oh. So that was a great night. I had my sons with me, and yeah, I was pouring rain the whole time and if people remember it was raining sideways pat riley's hair never moved still stayed the same right it's still perfect i saw him in the playoffs it's still perfect but he's a (laughs) heck of a guy i I really enjoyed my time with him that was actually the last time i saw him really yeah that was a heck of a night that's for sure i'm looking forward to seeing springsteen again yeah we all got to get together maybe it's a reunion 
Oh, for yeah, sure. I get before Chelly goes. Chelly, before you go, I got to ask you, uh, what's it like being a Papu? You know what? I had them on North Street Beach yesterday, uh, and I nailed it. They, I didn't have to change yeah. a diaper. I fed them all day. Uh, every single sweet thing you could think of. But no, it's it's better than ever. And even my three year old uh, granddaughter is calling me Chelly now, which is kind of cool. Oh, and okay. Papu. So. But yeah, Kaylee's kids got energy. You know, the daughters like her. The the sons like her husband, Danny uh, Vitali, the kid that played in the NFL. He's a Wheaton kid. But yeah, it's better than ever. You know, and I, I don't agree with that thing. You get to drop them off back home. I, I would keep them, but they don't trust me with overnight chat with them. <laughs> I love it, Chris Chelios. That's awesome, Chelly. Great to hear your voice. Uh, we'll check in in a few weeks and have a beer together. All right, you guys. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Bye, Chelly. See you, buddy. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.